Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Immediately Know Podcast. I'm your host, Mariela Morales, and today I will be discussing how to spot the fake sugar daddies or mommies online. Today's episode is sponsored by the multiple men that claim to be the Prince of Dubai that's sliding my DMs daily, asking for my time and attention in exchange for $500 weekly. Just for them to send me a link to www.notasextraffickingring.net. But truly, today's sponsor is my needs to teach you all people how to not get scammed online by these really embarrassing scammers. And this episode, I will be dividing it in three different sections. First, how to spot them. Secondly, where to spot them. And third, when to run and block them. So first things first, how to spot them. And you think this one is easy, right? Um, <laughs> these sugars are getting more and more creative now. Uh, they might showcase themselves in on their profiles, such as um, Carl, sugar dad, this is my only network, any other is fake, please be warned. And it's like a bunch of pictures on their profile from some poor older guy that they've been posting for years. And honestly, I've checked some of these profiles and they go all the way down to 2020. Like these people are on an elaborate like mission. And you would say, oh, yes, but maybe the profiles are, are not fake, Mariela. But mm, you check the comments and it's a bunch of bots of other sugar daddies asking him to be their sugar baby. Like you would think if you're a sugar daddy, you wouldn't need money from other sugar daddies. Another sign is their followers are bots or they have like empty profiles or one random picture from Google and no caption. Um, but most of these sugars are not this elaborated. They usually have little to no followers. Their accounts are private uh, or, you know, they have bots as followers. And it's a, just a very noticeable scam. Also, these people, they tend to be asking for addresses to be sending checks or PayPal. Please do not give your address to any stranger for any type of reason. They are not going to pay you in checks. We've all seen the crime documentaries on Netflix. Please just don't do it. Even if they look like Zac Efron in 30 years, I promise you, it's not him. Also, PayPal, they usually ask for it and then ask you for more information so they can hack it and get to your banking information. Please do not give any information either. Um, and you would think I wouldn't have to say this because people, you know, will have common sense. But I have seen people online do the silliest of things because the new and older generations are clueless. I can tell you all were raised in a bubble wrap, and I wish I was, but I wasn't. I've been living in the trenches my whole life because <laughs> my mom really said uh, she needs to be ready for this life because life ain't easy, and she needs to learn this sooner rather than later. Then boom, we moved to another different country. So again, either my parents found a sugar where we moved, or uh, they really just wanted to humble us. And for this section, also, I asked some of my followers on Instagram to share their sugar daddies or sugar mommy stories with me, and I will be reading some to you. So this first one um, starts like this. Seven years ago, this one sugar, or I thought he was real, he asked me for my cake, and then we talked for a while, and eventually he said, okay, I need access to your bank account. I was a bit skeptical, but I didn't know how this worked with the sugars. So I asked him a few more questions and he basically said that it will be easier for him to transfer the money from an account that he would have access to. So it will be like transferring money from one checking account to another checking account. 
I, I, I thought about it and I asked him if he could wait a bit because I needed to fix something with my account. And then I went and asked my friend that had experience with sugar daddies before and she told me that was a scam. So I proceeded to cry, but at least I got to keep my money. So I guess bad situation, but good outcome. And then this other story, she said, I had three sugars messaged me all at once. They all basically said the same thing. It was like a script. Different profiles and names, but it was a copy and paste of the worst messages I've ever seen. And their profiles looked so sketchy. I proceeded to ignore them. And in less than a week, all profiles had been deleted. Um, what in the heavens? If that's not a red flag, I don't know what it is. I also found another story uh, on Reddit that was sent to me by another follower. Uh, and this one's called Fell for a Sugar Daddy Scam on Grinder," And the story goes like this. First, I admit that I was dumb for falling for this. I was messaged by an apparently 45-year-old on Grinder, claiming to want to send me a daily allowance of $100 in exchange for nude photos. I am 20. Uh, blinded by the allure of easy money, I agreed. I added him on WhatsApp and sent several photos to prove my trustworthiness. I asked him to prove his trustworthiness, so I gave him my email address and full name for him to send me an e-transfer, which obviously, in hindsight, I should have not done. Then, he claimed that he had to use a business account because no one knew he was bisexual and was married with children, and the business account only let him send e-checks of $650 or higher. He sent a screenshot proving this, so he emailed me an e-check and I deposited it. Then he demanded I paid him back the remaining $550, but that I couldn't do that by e-transfer because of his business account. He said to send it over to PayPal to his accountant, but to only send $100 first to ensure his accountant got it, which I did. And then when I tried to send the rest of the money, it did not work on my PayPal account, so he said I could now do it through a different e-transfer. Red flag, I know he gave me a third email address different from his accountants and the one he sent me the check from. And then when I tried to send the email through my bank, uh, my bank blocked the transfer, which I told him and sent screenshots to prove his request. And I should have seen a red flag that he asked for so many screenshots. I called the bank to try to figure it out and he told me to demand that they unlock my bank account. The bank kept putting me on hold and he kept getting more and more angry and I kept feeling worse because I was thinking that I was stealing this dude's money. In the meantime, he told me to download a Bitcoin trading app and make an account on his behalf, which I did. When he got to a step where I needed to verify my identity, I said that I was uncomfortable and he started to get very, very angry and demanded I send him the money immediately or get a friend to send it on my behalf. I refused to and eventually found out that the bank was closed and would open at 7 a.m. the next morning. I assured him I was not a thief and I apologized profoundly. He then said I had to get up at 7 in the morning to sort out the problem with the bank and send him his money. Of course, when I called out the bank, it turned out that the $650 check had been counterfeit and the $100 that I had sent was long gone. Uh, he had also tried to log into my bank account, which created a whole nother fiasco. I know most people wouldn't be as stupid as me to fall for a sugar daddy scam and send this to nude pics. But take it from me, if it sounds too good to be true, it fucking is. Be safe out there, y'all. Okay, this one, honestly, <laughs> I freaking loved it. Also, please don't send your nudes online unless you're actually getting paid for them. I, I support y'all in your hustles. 
but be smart about it. And don't put yourselves in danger, okay? So for the next part of uh, this witch hunt, uh, which is where to spot them, and this is pretty easy. They come almost as often as Jehovah's Witnesses, and you can find them on your Instagram DMs, TikTok DMs, Facebook DMs, on your Twitter DMs, and pretty much any other social medias that exist in this world's DMs. Uh, they are as persistent as a cheating ex and with worse grammar than your Uncle Bob. And yes, to all my phobies out there, we're the people that notice grammar errors the most because we learned the struggle while learning this language thanks to all the Karens who told us we couldn't speak it. Also, fob, for those who don't know, it means fresh off the boat, which is basically a street way to say you're an immigrant. And proudly, I've been a fob and always will be in my tiny little Canadian influence heart. I did, however, once uh, encounter a very, very aggressive sugar daddy. Um, but to my luck, I am a master in trolling. So I played along for a bit. And after all that talk about how I could trust them and how they can trust me, I started discussing with them the plot of the movie Taken. You know, that one with Liam Neeson? <laughs> As if it was me with my friend. And I was the one that worked for the Black Ops, uh, which to those who don't know, it's like a military operation that's not necessarily authorized. So I basically went rogue in this story. Needless to say, the guy blocked me, but it was just such a funny story to tell my friends at the time. And my last point being when to run and block these scammers. And, you know, have fun. Fuck around with them. Uh, the thing is, uh, some of them aren't your typical newbie scammers. And if they do get aggressive, block them ASAP. And an example of being aggressive is when they get too persistent with phrases like, Give me your address now so I can send the check. And just like keep sending in screenshots of money in a random bank account or pictures of conversations with other sugar babies on how they got paid. Uh, they are fake, okay? If you Google them, you'll see those same pictures. Also, the how old are you and where you live questions, immediately no. Or especially... If they tell you personal information that you've never shared before, um, like they're just making casual conversation and they suddenly say, oh, you had a dog, right? Little peanut, your golden retriever, no? Uh, or they say things like, you went to the General University of Walmart. I, I believe I saw you on campus one day. Like, please run, block, and report. And I know it's spooky season, but do not run like those white girls in the horror movies because we know they never make it. Uh, I want you to Hussein bolted and report these people to the authorities like if you were receiving a cash prize for it. You know, it could just save you from a very bad experience, but no biggie. <laughs> and honestly, the, the online scammers should be the least of your worries. There are people who actually meet them in person and oh boy, this is some tea you'll want to hear. And in the spirit of the holiday season, this is the first horror story from uh, Libel Lane, which is somebody on Reddit. Um, and this is a scam involving a bank account information, like a Sarah. You think I wouldn't have to repeat it because people would know, right? Well, listen to this. So this one's called Sugar Daddy Scam. Hi, I was just fucking scammed. <laughs> so this scam is definitely... One that was a long run. Uh, this guy messaged me on Reddit talking about a relationship. Um, 
and I was skeptical, but continued to talk to him because I have so many details about his life. Uh, he shared with me that he was in the army, had family, kids, work, uh, with photos to prove and everything. So oh, I believe him, who he was, and he his name was Michael Money. Yes, he told me his last name was Money. I know, but he had shown me a picture of him in his military uniform, and it said Money on his name badge. I was really wanting to believe that this person was going to help me out because he said he was lonely because he's stuck in China on a business trip away from his children and his wife had apparently passed from COVID. He also told me that he wants me to stop doing OnlyFans and also to stop posting my explicit content. He had convinced me he was actually looking for a sugar baby. He asked for my user and passed to my bank account. I didn't give it at first, but he insisted that I... I could change the password as soon as he put me on his payroll. I hesitantly sent him the information and uh, a couple of days later, I received a deposit of $950 into my checking account. I looked at the deposit information and it included a scanned copy of the check and it all looked legit. Flash forward to this morning, I get a notification that my account is in the negatives. The deposit was returned according to my bank application, and then the bank charged me $12 for this return. So I called the bank and they say that they are closing my account with that bank and that I can never bank with them again. I They wouldn't tell me the reason for this and that they have the right to close any account that they want at any time. So now I'm in debt, $20 to my bank account, and that I have to pay them immediately or I will be charged even more. I am so paranoid that this is going to leave a strike on my banking record in some way when I try to bank with someone else in the future. I haven't heard from Michael since I told him that the bank closed my account. So moral of the story, as much as you want to believe like I did, do not give out your banking password. I feel like a fucking poor ass idiot. Yeah, so no comments there. And this last one, um, so to flip the script, um, this one from Peanut peanut and sugar and this one's oddly because this was supposed to be a sugar daddy with a sugar baby and the story goes like this Uh, so she looked good on her profile and interested on the phone so we arranged to meet at a nice place on ocean avenue in santa monica california she was a little late so i took the table and waited it was pretty crowded and when she arrived i was just ordering a glass of wine without saying hello she ordered a double something martini on the rocks i think The waitress returned and handed her her drink. While she was handing me my wine, the possible sugar daddy downed the entire double and loudly ordered another. This got us a bit of attention. She was reasonably good-looking, well endowed, but two buttons short of being appropriate for the place. More folks were giving us further glances. The minutes arrived and she ordered another double, which I think they anticipated as it arrived almost immediately. At this point, I picked up her on open menu. I put it on mine and said in a quiet voice, this is not going to work. Let's just finish her drinks and say goodbye. By now, more people are looking or trying to listen. And she said, can we go to your place and fuck? I need the money. More ears and eyes. Not that it was possible. But a little louder, she said, can I just give you a blowjob in the parking lot? The walk to the door was the ultimate walk of shame, praying that none of my clients were there. But lesson learned, I should have gone to the man's room, paid the bill, 
with a large tip and asked him to give her $40 for cat fare and tell her that my bola was acting up. And, okay, this story. I mean, I understand the struggle, but girl, I believe selling your hair or getting a job in retail could be less painful to bear. Actually, no. Retail sucks, so never mind. I understand. But I feel like this was like a karma situation for all the fake sugar that is out there. She she took one for the team, you know. And while this was a very educational podcast today, and for as much as I love sharing these embarrassing stories with you all, and believe me, I have seen many more, and I do truly love it sharing with you guys. I'm going to end this episode on a lighter note uh, by saying, I promise you that if you're going through a hard time right now, whether it might be financial, emotional, or spiritual, I promise there's always a way to solve it. There's always a solution and I want to remind you that you're never alone. There are people all around you that can help and that love you. We are all grateful for your existence and I cannot wait to see what you do next. Love you all so hard. Please take care of yourselves and I will hear you in the next episode. Bye-bye.